Hi, I just wanted to take a minute to introduce myself if you're new around here. My name is Tessa Stuckey and I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm also the mother of four amazing young boys and I'd like to spend this time talking about things that other parents are going through that I'm going through as a mom but also the things that I'm seeing in my office as a therapist. I work primarily with teenagers and their parents and so a lot of the things that I talk about on here are great for preventative care as far as if you have younger kids who are not teenagers but then it's also helpful if you do have teenagers because I'm talking about the real life things that they are all telling me in my office. I have a very good view of what's going on for today's youth and how the culture is contributing to it. Speaking of, I wrote a book about that. For the Sake of Our Youth, a therapist's perspective on raising your family in today's culture is now available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. I would love for you to buy it and read it and then pass it along to another parent because there is no denying that today's world is very, very different from when we were growing up. So I just want to share what I work with clients in my office and maybe I can help people who aren't up for the therapy thing or don't have time for the therapy thing or the money because let's be real it's expensive so I'm just trying to help really spread some of that information and share as much as I can um, so that we can raise strong independent healthy kiddos in this world as well as have really connected and strong family foundations. Happy New Year, happy holidays, happy all the things. Are we ready for 2022? I don't know. I, this is going to be 2022's first episode. However, I did record this back in December. So I think I mentioned like, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, which I do. I still believe that. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Um, And so that's all I wanted to say before you listen to this episode so that you're not like, wait, is this an old episode? Technically it is, but it's just now being uploaded. So we are, what, a week and a half into the new year. And so, uh, what, two weeks into the new, what day is it? I don't even know. In the beginning of this episode, I talk about how I'm a little discouraged with the podcast world. I feel like so many people have podcasts and like, who's even listening to mine. But I actually, since I recorded this episode, I kind of got revamped with some energy on recording podcast. So I'm still going to be doing it. I'm excited about it. Again, it's going to be every other Wednesday and that is all. So I hope you guys are all doing well. This episode is, is based around lying and what to do when our kids are lying, how to help prevent them from lying, how to find acceptance when they lie and all that jazz. So yeah, enjoy. Hello. Hello. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Honestly, actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't know when I'm posting this episode. Honestly, you guys, I'm kind of at a point where I'm like over the podcast thing. I don't think I have that many listeners or that many followers to really be doing a podcast. However, I do believe that a lot of my um, episodes have a lot of really good information in it for parenting. So I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. I still have quite a few episodes that um, are ready to be published. And so we'll see today's episode. I got, it's really funny how this works. I swear to goodness. I, there are themes, you guys, there are themes that happen. 
um, and I tend to get a lot of the same requests or it's happening a lot in my office or something like that and it's just so today I want to talk about lying and our kids lying to us um, it's really hard because of course we don't want our kids to lie to us for multiple reasons we want them to be honest with us we want to have a relationship with them where they can be real with us um, however a lot of times when our kids tell us the truth uh, they get a lot of backlash and I am going to just disclose this information that as a child slash teenager, I was quite the liar. I did not have a really strong relationship with my parents. If you've read my book, you kind of already knew that. Um, and unfortunately, that led to me lying and, and trying to create an image for them that was not authentic, was not real created a lot of problems with my relationships with them it actually caused a lot of relationship problems with my siblings as well um luckily I've outgrown that but as an adult as a therapist as a mom it's really interesting looking back at my behaviors as a teenager and kind of understanding what was I lying for um was it worth lying you know that sort of thing and so I had two separate emails or one was on Instagram one was an email from two separate families that do not know each other by any way possible I don't think um one is like in a completely different state and one is here in Texas and they had almost identical stories it was so interesting um and it was one has a four-year-old a four-year-old son and two babies at home and the four, she caught the four-year-old in a lie. And the other family had a five-year-old, uh, a five-year-old boy. Um, and I think they have a baby at home as well or a younger sibling or something. Um, and they both got caught in a lie. And the moms both were very um, taken aback and upset about it. And I think a lot of times we look at lying and we think, like, where did they learn this from? Oh, my gosh, we don't lie or or we teach them to be honest and how could they do this and at four years old like how would they even think to lie you know that sort of thing and the truth of the matter is is that lying is a very natural um what's the word lesson to learn <laughs> what's the word I want to I want to say it's a very natural action and a behavior it's a very natural behavior um, that does come from some sort of modeling but really what it's coming from is a sense of either fear or uh, hurt um, fear that you're going to get in trouble uh, fear that you're not going to please mom and dad um, fear of not being accepted, fear of um, not being the favorite one, right? Not being heard, um, wanting, like I did I already say acceptance, really longing for that acceptance. Also, a lot of times our kids, because they're so young and their prefrontal cortex is not fully developed, which is all the cognitive thinking and, you know, the long distance consequence thinking and, you know, they are very impulsive when they're young, as you know, um, because that area of the brain is lacking, a lot of times what we see is that kids will act out in a behavior that, sure, they know is not right. However, they're acting impulsively, spontaneously. So it happens without them thinking, without them thinking through 
hey, I'm not allowed to do this or I'm going to get in trouble if I get caught. Um, And so what happens is the remorse (laughs) and the regret sets in after they've done the behavior. So the thinking things through happens a little too late for a lot of kids. Um, So again, very natural, right? So it's natural for them to act on impulses. It's natural for them to not think things through all the time. Um, And so the, the part that stinks is is the after part and how they manage themselves with that. And of course, as parents, we want them to be honest with us. One of the things that I have found is really watching your reaction. Okay, so finding out, hold on, my dog is in here and I need, Tootie, what are you doing? Okay, sit, good girl. Um, Finding out that they've done something that they're not allowed to do or that they did something that they're they're not allowed to do or normally they would get in trouble. It's really important to watch your reaction. So you want them to know that it's not good behavior, it's not okay, it's not acceptable, and that they are in trouble, right? But if you do it in a very angry way, which, hey, we're human and we are going to react that way sometimes, um, it can signal to our kids, oh gosh, I'm never going to tell the truth again. Like, I need to make sure I cover myself next time I mess up. Um, And that can be really hard as parents to not react in that way because we are angry. We are fed up or frustrated or whatever, or we're heartbroken that they're lying to us. Um, But that's really important to to kind of observe for yourself as a parent is to watch like, okay, they lied to me, but now the truth has come out. Um, How do I react so that they want to continue telling me the truth, right? So really getting in tuned with that. Um, A lot of times it starts with a thank you. I know that's a little contradictory, right? But a thank you for telling me the truth, even if they've already lied. Um, But thank you for telling me the truth. Um, I know that probably was hard to do because you know that you did something you're not allowed to do or that you usually get in trouble for. But I appreciate that even though you lied at first, you ended up telling me the truth. Thank you. Um, so that's a good starting point. Another one is to let things cool down a little bit and let yourself cool down as the parent, right? You don't want to um, have a reaction that is overly emotional. You want to make sure that you've kind of gathered your thoughts, gathered your yourself to, together, gather yourself together, <laughs> um, so that when the discussion is being made about the behavior or about the line, so that's two different things. So you want to also make sure you're very clear on that too is that you are responding to the behavior that they did that they weren't allowed to do separate from the lying okay so but once you've gathered yourself you can come back together and have a discussion on those two behaviors that are not appropriate or not acceptable in your household i think also like normalizing it not in a hey it's normal to lie or it's acceptable to lie but you guys let's be real like everybody lies like it's not okay right but it's everywhere and our kids are seeing it in shows in movies online they're seeing it I'll never forget you know within our own household my husband loves chocolate and my son was like my oldest was like three and my my husband went to go grab like a handful of Hershey kisses and came back and sat down and my son picked up on the fact that he was hiding something behind his back and my son said what do you have what do you have and my husband was like nothing 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 like in a very joking manner but what did that just teach my son right like 
these kids, they're so impressionable and they pick up on these things. So while it is a natural behavior that our kids learn, it is also something that can be learned in the most innocent way. Like as parents, we are, we do this too, right? Like we might say things like, um, I know for me, like, I don't like to tell my kids what we're doing this weekend until like the weekend comes. Cause what if plans change or whatever? And I don't want to have to answer a bunch of questions. I don't want to have to do the whole, like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't wait. Like, can we please just go now? You know, that whole thing. And so I omit information. And so there are times I remember as a teenager, my parents always said that like, you know, lying is, is omitting stuff too. And where's the boundary with that? Like, where is the line for you? So as a parent, it's really important for you to understand that as well. And like, and just understanding what your goals are as a parent and then being very observant and aware of the times that you're kind of bending the rules or fibbing a little bit. Right. Um, it's, it can be very confusing for kids and they pick up on that. And the hard part as a parent is that we shame our kids when they lie to us, right? So I just want to share this story. My second son, um, he's struggled with this a bit more than the others. Now, the others have all lied to me as well, and they do here and there. I think that's another thing as a parent. You need to go ahead and accept that your kids are going to lie to you. Like, it's not okay. Again, it's not acceptable. We don't want that to be the case. But because it is a natural behavior, it's going to happen. And so instead of taking it so personally, just recognizing that this is another behavioral hurdle that we have to figure out, we have to work on. And it's kind of a long-term work on thing. I was telling you about my son. So my second son, he, he has struggled a bit with lying and um, lately. And it's been really frustrating, especially like the whole like, somebody gets hurt and he's like I didn't do it and or he you know anyway anyway so I can't remember what it was he lied about something and like taken something from one of his brother's rooms or something and I just had a sit down talk with him and I just said hey like from an ex-liar you know I was that kid who lied a lot and I I lied because I was really scared of getting in trouble I want to make a deal with you and my kids are all about deals by the way they're like mom can we make a deal and I'm like about what (laughs) so he was like all about it because it's like secret like a secret code between mom and him right like a like something that's just between he and I so um I said, I want to make a deal with you. If you tell me the truth, even if you do something that's a mistake or not okay, um, you won't get in trouble, but you have to tell me the truth. And now we've heard this before, right? Like I remember my parents saying this to me and I still lied to them. But here's the thing is I went a little bit further and I said, how about we have a code word? And anytime I think that you're lying, I will say this code word. And the code word means you can tell me the truth and you're not going to get in trouble. So it's a reminder that I already think you're lying and like, let's kind of bypass some of these steps. So I want you to open up to me and be real with me. And I will trust after I say this code word, I will trust your words and you will not get in trouble if you did do something. Oh my gosh, you guys, it was night and day. I cannot begin to describe to you his behavior completely changed so can you guys tell I like code words like I swear I use code words with like every behavioral issue in our house um but it works our kids like it so the code word he chose was Bob 
and I don't know why, but my kids are like obsessed with the name Bob. Like every animal they see, every lovey they have, like everything is named Bob. Not sure why, but my son decided his code word was Bob. And so there have been a handful of times when I will look at him and say, I'm calling a Bob on you or hey, Bob. And he totally will tell me the truth and he'll open up and it's pretty awesome to have that because then we can talk about it. He knows he's not going to get in trouble. So therefore his emotions aren't irrational, right? So like a lot of times when kids are getting in trouble, they get very defensive and they're like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You know, and they're whining, they're crying and they're freaking out because they're so scared they're going to get in trouble. Well, this like takes all that emotional like reaction away from him so that we can have a normal talk and talk about, okay, what needs to be done now that you've made this mistake how can we make it right so it's actually very productive so this is just what's going on in our house now with older kids it's a bit harder because they're not going to trust you and that's the problem is that they a lot of times when I see teenagers who are lying a lot to their parents it's because they don't respect their parents and they don't feel respected. So that's really important. I talked about that in my book about mutual respect. So they don't feel respected, which I don't care how old you are. Every human being deserves respect. Now, it's very hard to respect a teenager who's acting out. But it's also very hard for a teenager to respect an adult who is just shaming them and arguing with them and always mad at them, right? Another thing that hap- that I see with teenagers is that they don't trust you either. <laughs> so they don't trust your words. They don't trust that you're going to follow through with stuff. They don't trust that um, if you say they're not going to get in trouble, that they're really not going to get in trouble. They just don't trust it. And so they feel very alone and they feel like they kind of have to figure it out on their own and another reason that they are lying is because they're probably getting away with it more than you know and so the one or two times that they get caught in the lie is worth it to them because they're getting away with it so with teenagers what's really important is um creating a relationship that is a little bit stronger a little bit more communicate open communication a little bit more authenticity a little bit more of you as the parent opening up about your own struggles or what you did when you were a teenager, um, being real with them. Something that I have a lot of moms and daughters do, sons are not really up for this, but moms and daughters, um, is I have them get a like a journal, a notebook, and they pass it back and forth, and that's kind of like their safe place to open up. Um, so there's a lot of things that you can do with the lying thing when they're teenagers, one thing is to not take it personally. I think as moms, a lot of, I can't really speak for dads as much, but for moms, we take it personally. Like, how could you lie to me when really, like, that's, they're going to lie sometimes. They really are. It's not, again, not okay, <laughs> not acceptable, but it's going to happen. And they're for reasons that are not towards you as a mom. They are for whether they just want to get away with passing math or they want to go out this weekend, so they tell you what you want to hear. Or they're a little bit deeper. They're seeking acceptance. Um, I know that was the case for me. Like, my parents love me, yes. But I was sandwiched between two, my siblings, I was the middle child. And I was sandwiched between 
two straight A students who really took school seriously and I didn't I hated school (laughs) um and so my my kid my kids my siblings were looked at in a different light than I was um for a, a lot of reasons but I found myself or now as an adult I can look back and recognize that I was there was a lot of me lying to put on a front to just please my parents to be the version that I thought they wanted me to be when really and you know now as an adult I can tell that they wanted me to be my true self um but I didn't believe them okay I didn't trust them I didn't trust that they would accept me for who I was um I felt that I couldn't live up to their standards so I tried to create this different version of me um, that created a lot of distance between us. So I didn't trust them. I didn't respect them. I didn't feel respected. It was a, it was a mess. It really was a mess. And I'm happy to say we got through it. (laughs) So lying is really hard, but I want, I think what I want you to remember the most is as parents, as kids, it's going to happen. Parents be aware of when you're doing it like subconsciously or, you know, in passing, even joking around, especially if you have little ones, um, And then recognizing what are your goals with your kids? Do you want to build a strong, authentic relationship? Then you have to recognize that there are going to be times when they disappoint you or they hurt you or they lie to you. And that can be forgiven. Always, always, always. Okay, so that's my little quick blurb about lying. I hope this was really helpful for anyone who's struggling with this. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments and your feedback. You can find me on Instagram at The Mom Therapist or my website, www.tessastuckey.com. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening and hearing me out. I know sometimes I can ramble or it can get really heavy and we talk about things that aren't so pleasant. Um, This parenting gig is no joke. So I encourage you to, I don't know, balance it with something nice. Like now put on a really fun song to sing to or go watch a Disney movie or (laughs) go hug your kid extra long. Um... And do you guys ever do that whole thing where you let your kid hug you or like they have to be the first one to pull away? I'm a very, very big fan of that, except like my kids never pull away. (laughs) And I'm like, I have things to do, but I love you so much. I'm sure at some point they will be pulling away. They're still so young. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great day. If you really are loving this stuff that I'm sharing on here, please subscribe and share with your friends because most importantly, we want other parents to get on board with a lot of the things that I'm talking about. Um, you can find more about me at my website, www.tessastuckey.com, or I'm really active on Instagram at the mom therapist. I will see you guys next time.